tell this, but we don't show prep. So, <laughs> <laughs> so he had no idea. <laughs> I, mean, I just barely make it's... it in. <laughs> you know, I'm sure you can tell. But we don't show <laughs> I mean, let's, let's, let's put the cards down on the table here. Miami Hurricanes, yeah, you know the name already, it's Merced, ha ha, it's the Six Red Cane Show, can't forget the name though, got jazz, blue vision, DJ break the game code, ain't no changing up, ain't no breaking up, real port alive from the Hall Rock Stadium, ball 14 for the orange or green, we see the Six Red Champs, it's more than a dream, this is life on the field, beyond a hundred yards, a hurricane that's never still put a damage to the squad, the Six Red Cane Show, the Six Red Cane Show, Six rings can't show. <laughs> you know. What's wrong with us? Seriously. What's wrong with us? We're Miami Hurricanes fans. Welcome to the Six Rings Cane Show, a show dedicated to Miami Hurricane sports, featuring the legendary Larry Bluestein, Jazz Santana, Vish, and Danny Gillette. Let's go, Canes. Hey, what is up, every? Everyone, welcome to the Six Rings Kane Show. We are live I'm here with DJ Jad Santana's arrival is imminent. DJ, how's it going? Merry Christmas, man. Merry Christmas to you too. It's going pretty good. To be honest, Christmas snuck up on me this year, so uh just kind of recovering from the holidays, but uh you know visiting the in-laws and the families like uh playing a eighty-two game baseball schedule or you know, an extra couple games in the college football playoff. It's draining. You have a good time, but you definitely feel the after effects. Yeah, no, it's it's been been a trip, and then we got a bowl game. Yeah, bowl game to play now. Uh, <clears throat> so, so that's that that's happening. Max, uh, buckets is at midnight. So, yeah, definitely be there at midnight. We're gonna do hey, uh, we're gonna do gonna do some hoops and. Uh, Boy, our man here likes to make an entrance. So without without further ado, our, our boy Jad Santana into the show to take over hosting duties for me. I, I held down the fort for three minutes and twenty seconds. You did a great job. Two and a half were intro. <laughs> so so that was a strong forty five seconds I had in there. But how's it going, I mean, man? It's going. It's going. Getting ready for uh for a uh, for a game tomorrow, obviously, and getting ready for the new year. So. It's interesting, interesting, interesting game tomorrow. We're not underdogs, which is uh, interesting to me to say none of what we were a few hours ago. So, but um, we got some good news, right? Branson Dean's going to be playing in the game. Uh, Trevante Citizen will be available. So we're going to need, uh, I'm sure we're going to need some of those guys. I know that there's been a lot of things going on out there that um, a lot of people are talking about some players not playing and some guys didn't even make the trip. So. We'll see. The weather might be nasty. The weather might be great. Who the hell knows? But, you know, 
bats on a baseball field. You know, all the makings of a big-time football game. I have yeah. to say, for December, it is really nice here in the Northeast right now. So, it's 53. Yeah. So. I hope it stays that way. I hope it yeah. stays that way because I know that there was some rain in the forecast. and So, we'll see. But uh, I'm just excited. We got one more football game to go. And, you know, guys, uh, an opportunity to see what's uh, – because apparently we don't have a quarterback yet. So, you know, and, and I did want to get into that a little bit today, but, you know, an opportunity to see Jakari Brown go out there and, and play well, and hopefully he does because that could be, you know, a good sign for, for, you know, a good omen for things to come down the line potentially. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I know a lot of people are, are looking forward to seeing him play yeah. as well. So, so just weather-wise looking at it, looks like it's supposed to rain pretty much all night into the morning. Yeah. But then by 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 ten eleven o'clock stop, game time, um, fifty one degrees cloudy, no rain. So allegedly, obviously. I mean, come on, it's Yankee Stadium, right? They they, they yeah. you know. <laughs> I mean, I de- well, this is the this is the interesting thing, right? Like, how's the drainage at a baseball field that you cover with tarp? Right. <laughs> I mean, that's gonna be. It's gonna be fun. It could, could be a little sloppy. Could be a little sloppy sliding in the second there. Um. Could be. By the way, if my background noise is too loud, let me know. I don't, I, I personally don't hear, I don't hear anything. So, so. You're good. Um, so but, I um, think you're all all set to go on that. Cool. Yeah, it is kind of a weird one, right? It kind of comes out of nowhere because you kind of played that last game like a month ago, and then yeah. all of a sudden, oh crap, yeah. there's a football game. It have a lot of players. Actually, I will say, you mentioned some of the guys not making the trip. All in all, we probably come out better than most teams in terms of. I mean, obviously, we lost a quarterback that would have been playing to Wisconsin, so that's a big loss because we're going to basically – At least we're not FSU, right? Right, but I mean, FSU, but they're not atypical necessarily. I mean, we've had a lot more kids stick through it. Even you mentioned like Branson Dean, certainly most most kids that are going into the draft are sitting out their bowl game. He decided to play. So we've we've, we've had a – you know, we've we've made out better. And, again, I mean, I don't want to just, you know, constantly harp on this, but it – show some of the culture change under Mario that they're kind of bought into the program. Um, and, and that's why you're seeing less, less of that. Um, obviously a quarterback that's going to transfer and needs to hit the portal immediately. And TBD did that. So, um, but you know, the, the vast majority of, of kids that can play are playing and that that's a good thing. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited to see some of the younger guys get a little more playing time. Obviously we're replacing both safeties as well, right? So that's, that's something that people don't talk about enough, I think, is replacing an All-American safety potential first-round pick in Camp Kitchens. Um, hold on. Yeah, that one I heard. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so so DJ, um, why don't I throw that to you on the safeties real quick? Um, no, sorry. Uh, DJ, you want to comment on the safeties? So I hear that, you know, maybe to Corey Couch might slide over and they might do some interesting things on safety. DJ, what are your thoughts on our... Uh, a safeties and then because we don't have any of we don't have either of the starters. Corey Couch would be interesting just because of how athletic he is. I mean, obviously, if you're gonna lose, you know, two safeties, I would rather them, you know, lose them to the draft than due to injury or anything like that. But you know, it's gonna be interesting to see who's out there in terms of mixing and matching. And you know, this could be a chance for a lot of the younger guys, like Jazz said, to to, you know, show what they can do and kind of build off, you know, to 2024. And, you know, in addition to just the regular season, you also have the 
15 extra practices leading up to the bowl game. So there's been a lot of development, I think, over this last, you know, over these last couple weeks that can only bode well for the future. Yes, it's not the, you know, nine and three, 10 and two that we all wanted, but at the same time, I, in my personal opinion, there's been a lot of opportunities for growth and continued learning, which can only help us get better in the long run. Yeah. You know, for me, it's about, you know, I've, I've been kind of excited to see Jaden, Jaden Harris play um, a little more. And so this is an opportunity for him to be back there and, and obviously get significant playing time. He's probably going to start, I, w- I would assume, alongside maybe a guy like, uh, you know, someone we haven't seen all year, obviously, you know, it's a miracle that he's even playing football, Brian Balaam, um, and, uh, uh, you know, some of the other guys. I, mean, I, I, I don't know if you'll see Caleb Spencer too much back there, but you may see a little bit of him. As you mentioned, Vish to Corey Couch might slide in there and play a little bit. So anybody that plays kind of like that star position is usually – typically you're more, more physical, more aggressive kind of player, right? So Corey Couch actually had, a you know, a bounce-back season this year, I would say. You know, he looked a lot better. He still, you know, has his has his things here and there, but he looked a lot better this year. So um, I, I, I fully expect guys like him, maybe, you know, as I mentioned, Balaam and some other guys. Uh, Marquise Williams, I'm yeah. sure. Another yeah, and, and we can get creative at safety because yeah. we actually – we well, other than Kitchen's concussion scare against A&M, he and James Williams kind of took all the snaps there. Right. Right. But we, we did not have that luck with health at the corner position. So – you know, in the back half of the season, guys like Jadeus Richards got a lot of playing time. So, I mean, we're totally coming with him starting and maybe sliding. Yeah, he did another all right. Corner. Yeah, so he can definitely start and he can slide one of the other corners over to safety. So, we do you have know, a lot of experience. The guy that they've been t- talking about, bulk, you know, bulking up a little bit, or even at the, at the weight he's at now, playing safety because he's a big he's a big corner. He's about six right. two, six three. So, that's another kid you could see playing safety also. So. Yeah, so fortunately, we were able to get a lot of experience for our corners this year. So, you know, we're probably just going to put a lot of them out on the field and some of them will be playing safety. Yeah. yeah. So, so let me let me ask both of you this question because I'm not – I don't have a strong – or don't know which way I lean on this. Um, do you think it's better to just get as many young guys' experience as possible or, like, to – you know, assuming that there's some kind of clash with that and trying to just win the game at all costs? What do you think is more like? Would you be happy, or if we won? Assuming it's a close game, I should get killed. It's a whole different animal than if you just look like you don't know how to play football. But assuming it's like a tight game, would you rather you know win, but primarily lean on maybe some guys that aren't going to be here and, and that kind of thing, or would you rather you know, lose but have you know get a bunch of these young kids action that you think will pay off down the road? You want to go ahead, DJ. You go first. I might be in the minority here, but I would rather lose and get a bunch of these young kids some playing time down the road because, you know, prior to Mario, and it's no secret, this program lacked player development in several areas. And, you know, Mario came in Coral Gables to rebuild the program, develop the program, and get it back to, you know, top 10 finishes and, you know, top five recruiting classes. And part of doing that is developing the players on the roster that you already have. and. So while a bowl game win would be nice, I would rather start some of the young guys and better prepare the program for the future and continue that cycle of development so that it doesn't go, you know, stagnant um, at some point next year or maybe even 2025. I would just rather continue the development cycle 
and get the kids, you know, snaps in order for them to be in a position to succeed next year, especially with, you know, how the injury bug, you know, kind of happens late in the season. Your mic is off, Jez. Thanks for reminding me. Um, I am, I think, uh, I think it depends on the position. That's the way I see it. Uh, I think if you're looking at like, you know, the deep, uh, the, the linebacker position, I think you've got an opportunity that, you know, you've got a lot of young guys like Popo and um, Marcellus Pulliam, 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 um, you know, and, and Malik Bryant and some of these guys that have actually gotten some playing time. Whether it's a little bit or not, I think that they can come in. I don't want to say it's going to skip, you know, it's not going to skip a beat, but I think they can hold their own, right? They're big, they're strong, they're fast already. They're big kids. Uh, they played well. They've played well when they've gotten the opportunity to play. So you're still going to have Wes playing. You're going to have Kiko playing, right? You're going to have some of these guys playing. Uh, the one I'm excited to see is is Smith, is old, Chase Smith, uh, who apparently has been playing really well. He's probably going to get a lot of snaps in the middle, uh, you know, because I don't know if you're necessarily going to play Kiko, who's potentially your best, you know, he is your best linebacker, right? The whole game, right? You may get him some snaps. It depends on how the game flow is. Uh, but that's a good opportunity, right? That's a good place where you can see some young guys play. Um, along the defensive line, you've kind of seen a lot of young guys play already, right? Jaden Wayne, Nigel Lee Kelly's not going to play. He's going to travel, but he's not going to play. Mesodoro's traveling, but not going to play as well. Cyrus Moss entered the transfer portal. Uh, Harvey transferred uh, transfer portal as well. So there's an opportunity where you might have to play some young guys. I think Chance Williams entered a transfer portal also, if I'm not mistaken. So, I think so, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, Jaden Wayne is probably going to get some significant playing time there. Uh, obviously, Ruben Bain. And then in the middle, you've got Dean, who's who's going to graduate, you know, and play in the NFL, but he's going to play, which is nice. Uh, LT is not going to play. Uh, so maybe there's an opportunity for Josh Horton to play a little bit, Amon Moten to play a little bit more, right? Those guys, uh, you're going to see Thomas Gore, I'm sure, a lot, even though he's an upperclassman. You'll see some of those guys. Um, you know, the place that maybe I don't want to see that too much is is – uh, maybe at the corner position because I don't think we have a lot of developed yeah. guys, right? Like Robert Stafford is developing nicely, but I don't I don't know if he's ready to play. Uh, Demetrius Freeney, I don't think he's going to get a lot of playing time. If you see those guys play a lot, uh, it's going to be tough, right? Because I know Rutgers is not a great team, but they've given some of these Big Ten teams some some headaches when they play them, right? They've got some guys on the outside that can play a little bit, so. Um, I know they've got a wide receiver that's pretty good and one running back. I can't, I can't pronounce his last name. Um, uh, I can't pronounce his last name who's really good also. So, you know, there's certain positions where you can, you can, you can deal with it, right? You might see some young guys on the offensive line like Ryan Rodriguez and, um, you know, McCoy, but those guys are not playing time. So I'm okay with it. Yeah. It, it depends on the flow of the game. Really. Yeah. And, and the reason I asked that question is, you know, I'm a little bit like it's been a month. We, you know, we're active in the portal. We signed a top three recruiting class. Like, how? What is the purpose of this game? And I think you know, it's a mix of getting the eight wins matters, carrying that momentum matters, but so does so is getting the players, um, you know, experience in a bowl game setting because um, we haven't played in a bowl game in a while. A lot of these kids have not 
you know, we, oh. we didn't make one last year. We COVID it out of one the previous two years, I think. So, or the previous year, and then the year before that uh, was that, that was Oklahoma State game. Right? Yeah, so so it's been a while. Um, and I know once the game kicks off, I'm going to be all about winning. Because yeah. <laughs> you're not oh, like, it's a Mario team. Right? Yeah, no, but I'm just talking about my head. Like it's easy for me. It's easy. We lost DJ. Hopefully, oh, yeah. come back. Uh, he dropped all the way out of the stream. Um, but you know, right now we're a little bit away from it. Um, so it's easier to be analytical once once the game starts. You know, we're definitely going to be like, oh, gotta win, gotta win. So, oh yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's why I was asking the question. I I don't know where 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 I land on. I mean, you want to win the game. Getting the eight wins matters. Um, I agree carrying momentum matters. Um, but yeah, if we can get a lot of guys action, it's going to be a weird thing. It's in a baseball stadium. I have a feeling, even though it might not be raining during the game, the field is probably not going to be great for playing football on. So, and Rutgers does have a really good defense. Um, offensively, they're challenged. So I am sure we can get the, the full breakdown from DJ on his, on his big 10. <laughs> um, experience here. So let's go to DJ on that. Yeah, I mean, DJ, look, this is a team that's coached by, you know, obviously, um, you know, I, I say what you want to say, but he's, you know, he's an old school beloved Kane, right? Right. He, he was yeah. here during the good old days. And, um, you know, Greg Schiano is, 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 I think he's, he's a great coach, he's a great defensive mind. Um, you know, he's a tough, hard nosed guy, a guy that, 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 that coaches Big Ten football, really, like if you think about it, right? Yeah. So uh, he's going to have his defense ready to play. Especially that it's his, it's his you know his school right right uh, you know he's playing against he's coaching against one of his pupils okay Mario Cristobal is a guy that learned a lot from from uh, Shiano from Greg Shiano so this is you know it's got some some really cool storylines but again like well, well before um, before DJ hops in on, on on Rutgers and kind of gives us a breakdown because obviously he covers the big hands so he probably has a lot better idea than I certainly certainly than I do I won't speak for Jazz on that. Does everyone? I, this is more for the chat. I'm sure the two of you realize this, but like he was going to be the Hurricanes head coach um, in 2001. So he would have, and God knows what would have happened after that, right? But he talked to Butch Davis, and Butch Davis is like, "I'm not going to the NFL. I'm staying here." So he takes the Rutgers job. <laughs> then, of course, like a month later, Butch Davis goes to the Browns and ends up being Coker. That's um, and that that is how Shiano. That's why Shiano went to Rutgers the right. first time. I remember. He had Ray right. Rice. Right? He didn't he coach. Yeah, him? yeah, no. yeah. He built that, and they were a top five team at one point. Then he went to the Bucks and kind of has now come full circle again. Um, but yeah, so he would have stayed at Miami, um, to coach. You know what was the best team in the history of football. <laughs> but 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 Butch Davis convinced him that he was actually going to stay there. That you know, pass the head coaching job to stay as defensive coordinator. So he leaves. Yeah. And not only does Coker then get bumped up, that's where he hires Chud and Randy Shannon to be his coordinators. And Randy Shannon became the next head coach. So really, like a decade of Kane's coaches came out of Shiano taking the Rutgers job. Yeah. So anyway, one of those crazy, butter, right? butter, butterfly effect things. Yep. DJ, that was 25 years ago or something. So how about something more current on Rutgers? <laughs> Let's see. 25 years ago, I was three. So that puts that in perspective right there. <laughs> um, you know, this this Rutgers team, I'm not going to say that, you know, it's going to be an easy game. You know, a Greg Schiano team is a very disciplined, uh, tough, physical team. Um, you know, 
they are more defensive minded. Their offenses tend to struggle, but they are very technically sound defensively. And, um, you know, they always, you know, Shiano always gets the most out of his players. Um, you know, Jazz, I think it was you who mentioned the Michigan game uh, earlier this season. Uh, they, you know, it, it ended up being a 31 7 win yeah. for Michigan, but it was a very close game, you know, up until, you know, the, the second half began. So, you know, when you look at this team overall, you know, they they um, began the season, I believe, with three straight wins, and then they, they kind of went up and down from there. But, um, you know, one of their linebackers is really good. I'm trying to remember his name right now. Um, Deion Jennings is his name. And, you know, he's a very solid linebacker, very solid defensive player. And, you know, their, their leading uh, rusher um, has – just over a thousand yards. So to me, it's going to be more difficult for Miami offensively than it is defensively, just because of the challenge and the physicality that Rutgers presents. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think it's going to be a 45, seven Miami win. I think it's going to be, you know, a, 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 you know, a fairly close game, a respectable showing for Rutgers. I do think at the end of the day, Miami will win, but, I don't think it's going to be a walk in the park by any means. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so either. I just think the the elements, the the, the weather is going to play a factor in it. Uh, I think that you. I want to throw this to you, Vish, right? Because damn, fresh has confidence. Yeah, oh, I don't. I don't see that happen. No, but I don't um... know that, but um, <laughs> I'll take it if it happens. And yeah, I know Ian Coleman says that Horton's going to have a breakout game. He's talking about Zay Horton, the wide receiver. Yeah. Uh, combines yeah. the yards between the three with him and, and Jakari. I Brown. mean, what, what do you mean by Jakari's 200? Because he better have more than 200 if we're going to do crap because he's the quarterback. So. Um, I'll be honest, that's 200 that's, ground that's, yards. That's, I mean, is that talk to you about? Is that just passing or are we talking because he done? Let's, I know there's some questions on some recruits. Uh, yeah, I know here we go. Uh, this is this is definitely you and DJ's. Here we go. Yeah, Ian. Uh, yeah, there's been rumblings. I know Antoine Jackson. Who, of course, the story, you know, everybody knows the story. Like he was committed to Miami last year, really young kid, this, you know, fell in love. His girlfriend went to East Carolina and he decided to, to follow her there. Um, and then you've got Xavier Mency, who is a kid that is, we're fighting. We're fighting for, he's a high school kid who we're fighting for between Florida and Alabama and, and Miami. So that's going to be a battle there. I'll let I'll DJ. I'll let you take Mincy. I'll, I'll take Jackson. Look, I'm actually happy. You know, then a lot of people. You know, there's a lot of fans that are like, "Hell no, I don't want him back on this team." And you're an idiot if you don't want that kid back on this team. Number one, number two. Shout out to Canes today, and I believe that song is older than he is. But let me uh, throw that out there. Oh no! <laughs> oh my God! Our um, boy Kane today, a friend of all of our shows. Um, yeah, uh, but uh, but yeah, Kane today is a good dude, good, 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 good uh, person who is still in school. Let's leave it that way. I don't want to call him a kid; it's kind of insulting. But you know, yeah, he's laughing at because he knows. I think that is older than him. But anyway, shout out to Kane today in the chat. Everybody's a kid to you guys. Look, thanks, thanks, look, look, calm down, all right. Yes. Remember, I can do like reaction stuff. So, like, we can get the party going here. I think this will pick up, right? There it is. Oh, look at you, bro. Look at you. You're so special over there. I can't do that. 
Yeah, yeah, check your operating system version, man. They pushed an update like a month ago. Oh. Jesus Christ was born before this computer. Oh, after this computer. Um, so definitely K today that it's, it's not as old as your computer. So check this out. Antoine Jackson. Yeah, Antoine Jackson. Antoine Jackson is – I'm actually excited for the opportunity to get him back to Miami. I know there's a lot of fans that are talking crap out there. They're like, I don't want that kid. Look what he did last year. It's a 16-year-old kid who's in love with a girl, and now the girl broke his heart and he wants to transfer. Okay, let's just call it what it is, right? Leave the kid alone. He's a 16-year-old kid. So if you're a grown-ass man and you're arguing with yourself, really, right, or on Twitter about not letting a kid come yep. back or talking trash about him, then you need to kind of, like, reevaluate, you know, where you are in life, number one. Number two, the kid got playing time at a you know, group of five school at a Division One football program and played really well as a freshman. Had a pick six, like 19, 20 tackles, whatever. Started some games. This kid now has some development under his belt. And he's really talented. Now you bring a kid like that in here at a position of need and continue to, to develop him here with, with Adai and with Gidry and those guys who know defensive backs, you got yourself a hell of a football player potentially. I want I, I want him here. So I hope that, that that Antoine Jackson decides to commit because he's a hell of a football player, and I can see him coming in here and uh, and potentially, you know. He's a starter. For, uh, he's a starter on this team right now. Let's be real yeah, here. He's good. Um, I mean, there, it's Daryl Portal. And, well, I don't know because it's Porter and Damari Brown right now. But he oh, he could start in the slot, right? Yeah, I, think I think he's out there. Yeah, you know? I think he's out there for sure. And, and look, for those that criticizing his decision to go to East Carolina, like we all, you know, as we go through our adult life, learn that life lesson at some point. He did. Yeah, we've all done stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's be real. Here. Yeah, he's lucky. He's got the opportunity, right? To 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 write yeah. it or or whatever. Yeah, let's, let, let's be real though. Like, come on, man. Who are we kidding? Like, who was out there? Like, I can't believe he did that. Like, really? Yeah. <laughs> really, you can't believe that. You can't, you can't believe, believe that. He chose a girl over. Yeah, yeah. Over, come on, man. Over his school. Come on. Like we like we all have done dumb shit like that anyway. Yeah. Oh yeah. So like I don't even understand like the the people holding this against him. Like if he wants to come play at Miami, he's an excellent football player. What are we doing here? Yeah. Exactly. Come on over, my friend. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Mincy's an interesting one, DJ. I know that uh, yeah. he was on Miami for some time. Now there's a lot of talk that Alabama's pulling him. Florida is. What's your take on Xavier Mincy? Mincy's a really interesting player. Um, he's a very good cover corner. He has really good vision as to where the quarterback is going. You know, I was actually just watching him a little bit earlier today, and, you know, he follows the quarterback's eyes very well and also turns back and looks for the football in coverage. And to me, that's a positive because you might think, oh, well, that's just the basics. But you wouldn't believe how many corners, and I'm sure you guys know this, don't look back for the football when they're trying to make a play. and. Mincy is very good at, you know, finding the ball. He's very good in terms of coming down and making a tackle. Uh, he's six foot two, 175 pounds. Uh, he's listed on 24 uh, seven sports, I believe. So, I mean, I would not mind him at all. I think he's extremely athletic. He's a very good cover corner and he also reacts quickly and uses his speed to, you know, run from sideline to sideline and, you know, impact plays, even if he can't necessarily make a tackle. So I would be happy with him as well. But as you said, you know, Alabama is in the mix for him. And 
you know, even, you know, Florida appears to be in the mix for him as well. So we're going to have some competition, but Mincy would certainly be a solid pickup for a defense that is already going to be pretty strong. If you get both of those guys, now you've solidified that. Mm-hmm. Some questions in the uh, in the chat here. Um, so, do we know what actually happened? I mean, I think I haven't. I mean, George actually just uh, you know re-upped with the with the collective for nil. He's definitely yeah, he's, not going anywhere. I don't think I don't think X is either. You know, Blue I don't Nose know, man. I know that's that's a tricky one because and Blue knows his family really well. Um, yeah. I think I think so far he seems. So I I would be surprised if X and well, do we know what happened with Bouchard? Um, <laughs> he's not no. officially in the portal yet. He's just not with the team either. So I'm going to say it's not I'm looking good no. there. Let me just move it that way. It's not looking good there. Um, I'm going to say no. I don't know what happened with Bouchard, but I know yeah. that he wasn't on the planes in New York, and he did not travel with them, uh, and he's not injured. So I'll kind of leave it. Yeah, time. you can put you can put two and two together there. So it's not looking great on that. Uh, X and George are captains during the bowl game. That might yeah. put you some, somewhat more in that direction. Yeah. Um, but well, it's not oh, just yeah. it's not, but it's not just that it's not just not, it's not just the class coming in. You know, last year's class we had a lot of talent that could, especially when you're talking about Restrepo and Smith, that could yeah. play in the slot that didn't get a lot of playing time that are going to be pushing. You know, those guys really Joseph. I mean, even Jacoby. Yeah, Washington's yeah, a slot is a slot also. Washington. Uh, Jacoby Georgia, if he moves inside the slot, he might even have a, more, a bigger year. Uh, it's just crazy. There's a lot of competition there. So I wish him all the best regardless of what happens. But uh, I love I love, uh, I love, love Rashard. I think every time he touched the ball, it was electrifying, right? We thought he was going to score, so. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc <clears throat> we'll see we'll see what happens with him i know ian has that question or he said something about shamar stewart and ennis i don't know about those guys but um uh, i don't know whatever whatever with ennis and stewart so I mean, so here's the thing, right? So you get on the field at OSU, so yeah, yeah, and and I think look, the, our coaches are actually really good at evaluating situations. So, you know, one of the things they are doing here um, is building a culture of accountability and buying into the program. So I'm comfortable if they if they were to take those two kids, I'm comfortable that that they're going to be fine. But I can yeah. totally see if they're like, you know what, no. Because no one player is worth kind of, you know, it's the opposite of of Manny letting Jeff Thomas come back after he transferred to Illinois, right? It's the opposite of that. It's like no one 
Jeff Town's a really talented player. You know, one player is not worth, you know, sacrificing your program's culture. Speaking of, speaking of Manny, you see who he hired as his, as his defensive coordinator? Jonathan Padke, my friends. Oh, my God. It's all coming, all coming around. Full circle over there at Duke. He is the new defensive coordinator for Duke. So, shout out to him. Hey, man, Texas State, he must have done pretty well over there. So. Yeah, it's an inter- interesting. We're gonna see a lot of lot of old friends. Yeah. In the next- Coach Feely is he keeping Simpson? Coach Simpson, he might keep some of those guys, right? Coach, by the way, I love Coach Simpson. I think he's a hell of a coach. So, um, and he did well with that defensive line that Duke this year uh, under Elko. So, I mean, I could see him staying and yeah. Coach Feely over there. I mean, all those all those came. Well, well it, interesting, Jazz. I think for whatever reason, I think this was the one show you missed where uh, Blue went off on Manny. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh, I remember. So basically, that. yeah, it was right after you got hired, and right. Melissa had filled in because you weren't here, and she was like, she was very much more diplomatic, and Blue was like, "Yeah, I'm talking to people, and we can't understand how this guy gets another job." Wow. <laughs> and just and that there's so the many more qualified kids. Yeah, he's like, it's not fair. Kids. Like this guy already blew a chance at a at an ACC school. Why would anyone hire him straight into that again? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It, it went. It, you know, it got worse from there. So, uh, wow. Blue Blue is not a believer in the Manny no. Diaz experience. I mean, we experienced it here, <laughs> um, so I I can see why. It'll be it'll be um, it'll be an interesting. Uh, yeah, that's right. Pin down. He did. Yeah, he did. He did, he did pull Malik Murphy. Um, it, it is. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to have him. Of course, it, it comes right at a time when. Uh, well, we are playing Duke in Miami next year, so. That should be fun. <laughs> Manny Diaz will be on the opposite sideline of Hard Rock, but you know, with the way that they've switched the scheduling again, we're not going to play them that frequently or SMU if you're thinking of Lashley. Um, yeah. So, I mean, inter- inter- interesting times, but Blue was very down on the. Uh, he was. I think he, DJ, what he gave it three years, so that he'll be fired. Yeah. I think is what he said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Blue, Blue is not a fan. All right. Well, I. Um... I guess you know we'll we'll head on out of here now. Sure, but should we do? Should we, we do? do um, we should do. Well, I was going to say good call, DJ. We should do price picks, but also should we do some bowl predictions? Yeah. So I wanted to do some bowl predictions, but I got a I got a two. It's a two parter. It's All a right. two part question for both of you, right? So number one, your bowl prediction uh, for tomorrow's game, and number two, after all said and done, who your starting quarterback is next year? Who do you think it is? Okay, so it could be anybody. Doesn't matter. DJ, I saw your face, so we'll start with you. Okay, so first my bowl prediction, Miami wins, I'm going to say 28-17. Like it. And do I think, you know, who do I want or who do I think realistically? No, no, no. Who do you think is going to be the starting quarterback? Uh, well, I guess who do you want? Whatever. Whatever you want, man. Whatever you want. I don't know. I certainly respect you two kind of backing off the Cam Ward hype train. I'm the conductor of the train, and so – <laughs> I want Cam Ward, but I think it's probably going to be. Uh, hmm. Yeah, whoever you want. I, don't, I honestly don't know because Emery's probably not going to be healed. No, right? you, can't, you can't back off like that, man. You got to give me a name. I won't let Fine. you Emery. Emery Williams? Yeah. All right. All right. Vish. I will say Emory Williams is the one scholarship quarterback that will definitely be on the roster next year. Yeah. <laughs> and he already, already might still go in the portal. We don't know about we don't right. know if he might come in. So 
Yeah, him, actually, him and John Anderson will be on the roster. So, sure. you know, there, there's house money there where you're like, at least they'll be on the team. Either um, way, it's going to be a risky situation no matter who's under center, I think, unless it's a big name like we talked about earlier. But... Vish, what's, what's your score? What's yeah, your... Um, um, for for me, um, I'll go 20 to 9. I think it's going to be an ugly, Ooh, low-scoring okay. kind of defensive okay. battle with bad turf and all that stuff. Um, for the quarterback, I'll go Cam Ward. I think he'll still end up here. Um, I think if he was going to go somewhere else, he would have. So. I was going to jokingly say Tate Rotomaker. Shout out to our to our brethren from up north who can't get anyone to quarterback the Orange Bowl. Listen, if <laughs> Tate Rodemaker was your starting quarterback for your 2024 season and he wants to leave, you got big problems over there. Well, not only that, I mean, he was about to, like, the kid wouldn't even play the Orange Bowl before leaving. He's like, get me out of here. Get me out of here. That now. is, that is, look, I know they went undefeated. That is that we talk about, like, bad culture. Like yeah. You shouldn't get the kid, like, because Jakari Brown might still leave. Yeah. But he was like, I'm not going to leave you guys screwed. I will play this whole game. This After he hadn't played this whole year, right? Worst right? thing ever to a 13 and 0. This is called, when we talk about culture, is what we're talking about. I've had that kid backed out a week before the Orange Bowl. <laughs> they have one. Like, he could have waited. He could have waited a week and he played the game and then done it. But he's like, screw this. Get me out of here. Maybe he's mad that, that Norvell put him in with a concussion. Seriously. Because he did do that against Florida. Like, the kid was knocked out on the ground. He came back in like a play later and was like, there's no way he doesn't have a concussion. Yep. Then he missed the next game for it. Like, I mean, yeah. so, you know, we talk about building cultures. Some, like, the fact that he backed up the Orange Bowl. I mean, we haven't made fun of FSU enough for this stuff. I mean. Tell me about it, man. Um, all right, so all, right go, all right, all right, host. What do you got for the prediction? Prediction-wise, I'm going to go 24-16 Miami, right? Um, again, it's. It might get a little ugly, but I think Miami still uh, has enough uh, to, to beat Rutgers, number one. Number two, I'm not going to say the same guy as Cam Ward because I think eventually at the end of the day, I think it is Cam Ward. But just to be different, just to be different, I'm going to say that next year's starting quarterback is Caden Salter. And he's not even in the transfer portal yet. Wait, okay? who, 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 I'm sorry. Who, who did you just say? Caden Salter. Who, who is that? He's the quarterback at Liberty. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, Kings fans know, know who he is. You might need to go just watch some film, Vish, and then you'll see why I say Kings. I don't know, man. I've been on vacation. Um, and it's hoop season. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways, 31. I'm breaking down Alabama State's women's team, man. I don't have time for this. Um, So, oh shout out to Rick making the trip to Yankee Stadium tomorrow. Have fun. Hopefully, we get a W out of that. I tell you what, I miss the old Yankee Stadium. Not the new corporate Yankees. Are, are you not? Are you not a Red Sox fan? I don't. I'm... I am a Red Sox fan, but I appreciate. I appreciate. Old, oh, oh, I'm not numbered here. Where, where, where does Blue land on this? I feel like is Blue a, a Mets fan? fan. He's a, Mets, a fan. Mets fan. Yeah. So yeah, I just realized there were like 50 percent Red Sox fans on the show. This is. We sure are. We sure uh, are. Uh, yeah. It's yeah, embarrassing to admit now because oh, we don't like to spend any money, too. but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm, <sighs> right. uh, anyways. Price picks. Let's talk about the price. I'm gonna have to start betting. Is what I'm gambling to gamble my blues away. Yeah, um, you got you gotta get that nil money. So uh. yeah, yeah, unbelievable. Anyways, but price picks is awesome because it's daily fantasy. Uh, it's daily fantasy sports simplified, right? It's so easy to do it. Go on to uh, go to uh, pricepicks.com. You're gonna log in, put in the code five F I V E, and they will match your initial deposit 
up to $100. It's real simple. You can choose anywhere between two to five players, two to six players, uh, somewhere around there. Choose the over under on their individual categories and win some money. Uh, it's real simple, guys. You can mix and match um, teams, sports, um, everything, right, from uh, the NHL to college football, the NFL, NBA, you name it. Even a Formula One is on there. Uh, so make sure you check them out. Go to pricefix.com. Uh, when you log in, code word 5, F-I-V-E, and they will match your admission deposit. Go check them out. It's prizepicks.com. By the way, um, it was it's Connor Wegman, right? Uh, Connor. Is it Connor? Connor it's Connor. That's okay. Anyway. Casey Wegman, too. We'll take Casey Wegman as well. Yeah, uh, we, got, we need that, man. We need both Wegmans. We, need, we probably need, we need both. We need the grocery store, too, Wegman. We need, we need them all. Bring it all in. Yeah, if you get Casey, you definitely need Connor. All right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the package uh, there will make it work. By the way, we got baseball coming up soon, Mish. After the new year, uh, it's time. It's it, time for it is, it is. It is time. I saw, I saw I JD it. out at the uh, – they showed pictures. He was out the ribbon cutting at the new team store. He's getting oh, look at that. Uh, doing doing the promo shots. So he's he's getting fired uh, up. Okay, all right. I see you, JD. I see you. Um, we'll have some really good content for you on that. We'll even have Max. Max will come back on the show. He wants to talk baseball, so we'll bring Max back on uh, to talk baseball. We'll do a, a baseball only uh, special uh, show coming up soon. Well, to introduce it, but when the baseball season gets going, we're gonna do regular. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, stuff. yeah. Shout, shout out to Jazz's dog, too. It's weird. Yeah. Shout out to everybody <laughs> over here barking up a snowflake. She knows she it's can... holiday. She, she wants to make an appearance, you know? Oh, Got to get in before the new year. So She's fired for baseball. Yeah, yeah, that's right. She's exactly. a Cuban dog. Yeah. Baseball starts she happening. Knows. <laughs> she, she was knows. over here trying to shut her up. I'm like, yeah, whatever. It's doesn't part of the matter. show at this point. Doesn't matter, make, yeah. sure you, uh, make sure you check us out on the podcast as well, uh, wherever you get your podcast, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is you get your podcast, go check them out. It's a Six Rings Canes podcast. Uh, we uh, have a lot of content content on there. Not only football, but we've got buckets. Um, con- oh, no, we don't have buckets, and we need to – wait, do we have buckets? No, no, bu- yeah, we do have buckets. all over the – where do you think our downloads are coming from? I'm, days, man. I'm something – I know. You want We're in the middle of basketball season, so that's what that's what's driving the downloads, man. Awesome. We're carrying well, the water on buckets. By the way, buckets at midnight tonight, so that's going to be night cool. Owls, we're going to do buckets at midnight. Matt's going to walk through his holiday light display, which I've seen pictures of can outside of his with, house. Can you do it with a uh, Taco Bell burrito or quesadilla in his hand? That'd be great. You know, I feel like – for him, he's in California. There's got to be better options. Like we don't get good Mexican food in Miami. It's not about but... the better options, though. You know, <laughs> come on, come on. It's 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 a security blanket. It's always there when exactly. you need. Um, exactly. um, but yeah, he's gonna do a walk to his light display. We're gonna do our all-time starting fives. Also, also the teams. Very cool. The women play tomorrow. The men Friday, and the women again on Sunday. So a lot of games then, coming up. So we will have that. something for you tomorrow as well, post game. Yep, yep. Jazz and I are gonna watch this. Uh, pinstripe bowl together so uh we'll do that and then do a post game um but yeah follow follow six rings canes at six rings canes fuck follow the buckets account at buckets underscore canes um and we're still trying to brand our baseball content so yeah we're trying to figure that out so uh we we have had some great great options that people have given us on twitter so uh Yes, so yeah, so, so so shout out to to the fans for doing Harry that. And the rest of the bunch. Yeah, yeah, we had had some good ones and had some ones that Jazz vehemently shot down. So <laughs> <laughs> you know how it is. You know how it is. I know exactly. Anyways, how it is. All right, shout out to you, Pip, Pip, Pip down. Happy New Year yeah. to you as well. But come Happy in for New the uh, for the post game tomorrow. This is not our last show of the year. We're gonna do a post game no. tomorrow. One more show, and then yes. we uh, 
we'll wish you all a happy new year. But uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. The Six Rig Kane Show. The Six Rig Kane Show. The Six Rings Kane Show. You know. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.